You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. And welcome back to Big at Night. We're sitting here just uh, two days away. Chiefs will be underway in 48 hours against the Los Angeles Chargers. We talked Chiefs with you to the wee hours in the morning. But one of the hot topics, Chris, is who's good and who's bad in the NFL. It's the time of year we decide who the better teams are. I think I, we've been doing that all year. No, we, 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 we have. And I love doing <laughs> that it. That literally is just like every tier show. One, tier two, who's tier three, good yes. and who's bad. Absolutely. And teams fluctuate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll get into who I liked earlier on this season, and definitely that the jury's still out on these teams as well. Um, I heard someone last night talk about uh, Stephen, I think, it was a, and Olathe had called, uh, or Lenex had called a red reaction show to Dusty. It was talking about the Colts, you know, being a team that are so much tougher than the Chiefs. He used the word soft in the Chiefs like three or four times. And I was surprised by that because that is not the term I would use for the Chiefs. Like, if you even watch their games, you see Trey Smith pancaking, Orlando Brown pancaking at this point, or Creed Humphrey. They're, they're not soft at all. It's like you can't even use that narrative at this point. But then was talking about Jonathan. We didn't, he didn't know Jonathan Taylor's name. He said that running back at Indianapolis, who, by the way, he called him the Heisman winner, the Heisman winner running back. First of all, Jonathan Taylor never won a Heisman. What's correct, that he finished 8th, ninth, and 5th in his three years he was at Wisconsin. So he did not win the Heisman. Um, if you call him with hot takes, you know, try to be a little bit more accurate about it. That's uh, kind of the problem there. But would you ever say soft in the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, before, if you want to say finesse with the offense and people were running at will the defense early on, like that word doesn't come to mind because I think Melvin Ingram's brought the noise. This is a violent group of individuals playing for the Kansas City Chiefs right now that'll bully you around the block. This is not finesse or soft. That's that is not how you term them. I think you could have used it for the defense early on. Oh sure, because early they, on, yeah, they played really soft. You had Dan Sorensen just bouncing off of tacklers. I mean, bouncing off of runners. Same thing with Ben Neiman, and they were getting significant playing time early in but the so year. What's going to happen when your team is led by a throwing, you know, throwing oriented offense? It's yeah, but you're not you're not you're not running it down people's throats. Yeah, and but I'm not being I'm, physical. It's more so the defense. Like the offense, you can never say that they're soft. Because the offense, like in order to be good on offense, like you got to have some dogs out there. You got to have an offensive line that's going to go out there and face lots of blitzes. You're going to face a lot of really tough pass rushers. So you can't say they're soft. You're a quarterback. You're getting hit. I mean, you're going to have to throw on the run a lot of times to avoid getting hit. I mean, you can't say the quarterbacks are soft because if you're going to be a good starting quarterback in the league, you can't be soft. And, you know, receivers taking hits, going over the middle, being in danger all the time. So if, if your offense is good and you're doing what you need to do, I, I don't think you can say that they're soft. 
But I think early on you could have said the defense was because the effort that we saw on the field didn't look like the kind of defense that you would expect from a team that had expectations to compete for, if not win a Super Bowl. If you look at it right now, I understand why the Colts are brought up. The Patriots are the one seed right now. The two seed is the Titans at this point. Seventh seed is Buffalo, but I, I, they do have to play the Patriots again in New England, so we'll see what happens to them. The sixth seed is the Colts playing the third seed, the Kansas City Chiefs. If the season of the day, it would be their Chargers be the fifth seed, and that's where the Chiefs will drop to if they lose the Chargers Thursday night, or they'll stay comfortably in the third seed at this point until they move up. Depends on if Tennessee loses in New England, who does have to play the Colts. So that game is going to dictate uh, these standings in fourth seed right now. And they still have the Bills too, and and you know they beat the Bills throwing three passes, but it's not like the Bills are, are complete bums. The Bills can still beat them, so let's not let's not act like the Patriots are just going to run the table here on out. It's just guaranteed they're going to do that. No, but I mean... And we shouldn't... They, they went we to Buffalo and beat the Bills yeah, but by throwing three division passes. Division matches don't matter. I mean, we're, we're, we're all going to be looking at the Chiefs getting a win at SoFi, and the the Chargers beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead, so I, I don't like it's divisional matchup. I don't think location. Well, well Saturday's game will tell everything with the Colts, which, by the way, are doing the in-season hard knocks, which is very good. By the way, I don't know if you catch any of that on HBO. I haven't. It's really good. I have in season. I haven't watched it since the the Rams one last year, so I, I need, still need to watch the Cowboys one from earlier this year. Yeah, you can skip that one. <laughs> I, I want to watch it. Actually. There's a few cool moments with uh, with with uh, um. Deck Prescott and stuff, and then this kid thinking he's uh, Patrick Mahomes. Like that, that stuff is good. Yeah, no, I I, I like watching because I, I I was really interested. Like they because they did the dual one last year with the the Chargers and the Rams, and so that was a really interesting. Well, I watched too because there's nothing else on. Yeah, so I'll, I'll watch I, I'll watch the the Cowboys one, and then and then I'll watch the Colts one. Cowboys one will probably be more interesting because it was Diggs kid. I think it was a Trayvon Diggs kid or whatever likes Mahomes. Oh yeah, like he's named. With Patrick Mahomes. But a lot of people are. A lot of kids are. Like, like who is good and who's bad? I mean, that's the question. Who's going forward and who's going backwards? And one of these teams, you like the Chargers. We mentioned the Chargers. Right, this, this is why this game's so imperative. Now, they got to go to Houston. Vantage Texans or Chargers big time in that one. But they play the Broncos at home. The Broncos had their way with them in Denver. See if the Broncos can do it again to the Chargers in Los Angeles. Obviously, Vangio had a little something-something for Justin Herbert in that game. And then they finish up playing at the Raiders. The uh, the Tennessee Titans, the, the, listen, with Derrick Henry, it's a different team. Again, I, I consider Derrick Henry the best non-quarterback in the NFL as far as a guy that's A number one on this team because it's such a quarterback-driven league. That's the one outlier, like where they're led with Derrick Henry. And you force Tannehill to try to beat you. Have you noticed, though, the Browns, the Browns are sitting one game behind the Ravens. Okay, one game. Now, the Browns played the Ravens twice. They played the Ravens and lost, and they had the bye week, then they beat the Ravens. And they finished up with the Raiders at the Packers at the Steelers and, and versus the Bengals, which they won against the Bengals in Cincinnati. But that could be interesting because I do think that division's up for grabs. Who wants it? Does Cleveland want it? Who, by the way, has eight guys now on the list. Cincinnati. Um, they'll, they'll they'll be between the Browns and Bengals, in my opinion. This is, this is the Ravens' schedule. This is after taking that loss to the Browns. Packers at the Bengals versus the Rams, home against the Steelers. Like I could honestly see the Ravens losing all four of those. Yeah, 
I think it's very possible. I mean, finishing eight and nine. Yeah. And I can see them just winning one out of those, to be honest with you. If they would say that one, okay, they get the nine, nine wins, and I'm making the postseason. Like the Ravens, like all the time this time of year, you say, who's getting better? Like to me, the Patriots, that defense is getting better. Have you ever looked at Mac Jones' stats compared to Tom Brady's? Like, mean, the, like Mac Jones reminds me I, of early Tom Brady. I don't like looking at Mac Jones' stats because they're not that good. I don't. Well, but is, they're serviceable though. They're, that's the problem though is that they're only serviceable. But because but they can win with them though. Yeah, but I don't think they can win big games against a like they couldn't play the Chiefs' schedule and win as many games as they. I want to get a good example. Tim only threw in three passes. That's what I'm saying. Is like you you only won because the Bills' ineptitude. You did not win because you because you were significantly better than the Bills. Right, here's the Brady's Bills just first, played worse than you. Here's Brady's first Super Bowl season. His second year. Uh, playing 2,843 yards, 18 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 63.9 completion. Mac Jones, 70.3% completion, almost six percentage points higher. 2869, he's going to get him a yard, 16 touchdowns, eight interceptions. He's going to beat him in like every category. Well, what reminds you of Mac Jones right now? Winning with defense, it's ball control, winning with that defense. Exact same way Tom Brady won early Tom Brady. Yeah, but Belichick. That, that was, was 20 pissed. years ago, dude. I'm just saying, <laughs> The NFL's man, different now. That, that, this team reminds the, me of that team. Yeah, but it reminds not, me of that team winning with their defense. They're not that team, dude. Because you Being out smart. You know how hard it is to win that way now than it was 20 years ago. Teams won that way all the time 20 years ago. Teams did that all the time in the 90s. The, the Broncos were doing that in the 90s yeah, with John Yeah, but this is on the heels of the Rams and the greatest show on turf. But the thing is, is the game changed in 2004 when they changed the interpretation of all of those penalties yeah, against Randy Moss coming in there it became a better offense. Exactly. No so the thing is, is they, they had to change so. how they interpreted rules for defensive backs because the Mel Blunt rule has been in effect since like the 70s. So they had to change their interpretation so that we could get more passing offense. But the reason why the Patriots became a dynasty was because Tom Brady took that step forward to becoming a great quarterback. It wasn't because of the defense and and, and them being disciplined and all that mess. It was because Tom Brady became an elite quarterback. Do you think Mac Jones is going to be an elite quarterback? The bottom line is, do it, you think he's going to be elite? No, he can't he can be, you be serviceable he, with that defense. That's what I'm saying, in though, a high is completion that if you're not, 70%. if you don't think he's going to become elite, then I don't think – I think that's where the comparison stops. That's why Belichick spent $137.5 million of free agency. Yeah, because he ever. needs talent around but he's pissed Matt Brady. Jones. He's pissed at Brady. Well, right. he's- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Pissed because he didn't make the playoffs last year. So I just look at a couple tiers here. Chiefs and and Patriots, tier one. Any disagreement there? The Patriots are not a tier one team. Really? No. They're tier two. I don't think there's another team on tier one. Who's the biggest threat to the, uh, okay, who are your top two teams? Because I would take the Chiefs and the Patriots against the field. I would take the Patriots at Two, but I don't think they're at the same level as the Chiefs. Are they a higher up level? Okay, I can say they're tier one. I think they're at the same level as the Bills. That's and two, nah, they're better than that. They're better I than that. I don't think they tier are. Tier two, I think of the Titans. I, like if I, I think thinking, the Chargers, the Colts, the I Bills, think, the Browns, the Bengals. I think the Chargers are the tier Chargers. two. The Chargers could be a tier one if they beat the Chiefs on Thursday night. Yeah, they because can. Because they become a serious threat because that schedule going forward. They can, but they, 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 the problem with them being a tier, but them being at the tier one is they haven't won elsewhere. They've lost a lot of games that a tier one team would win. So that's my problem with putting them in that tier one is that even if they beat the chiefs with, you know, sweeping the chiefs. Yeah. But you've also lost a lot of games that you would win if you were a tier one team. So uh, it, at that point, it, it kind of, there, there's, it kind of muddles everything. But for me, my issue with putting the Patriots in that tier one, a, they haven't played the kind of schedule the chiefs have B. I feel like we're looking at 2001 as if things are the same and things are not the same as they were 20 years ago. This is a completely di- – if you had a 4,000-yard season, that was amazing 20 years ago. Now, 4,000-yard seasons, seasons pretty much – I mean, like, half the league does that now. So it's not as spectacular as it used to be. The reason why the Patriots became a dynasty is not because of the defense. It's because Tom Brady in 2003 took the step forward to become an elite quarterback. And if Mac Jones can't do that – if he cannot make the play, because he made the Tom Brady made those plays that they needed him to make when they needed to make them the most during that playoff run. If Mac Jones can't do that, they're not going to be a a top team in the in that. So I in assume the you have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Bottom line, that's who you have them. Yeah, that's they the, will face who? I think they face Green Bay because I don't know about this toe with Rodgers. It, it, it might become an issue, and I didn't like how they let the Bears kind of hang in that game to begin with, but the Bucks. Are looking solid. Obviously, Tom Brady's having an MVP type season. Yeah, the Cardinals. I'm not buying, man. I'm just not buying in that team. It haven't been. I'm not Dallas either. is too up and down. Dak Prescott's not playing like he was earlier. The Rams. I mean, I, I never know which team I'm going to see. The surging team, and I've said this: San Francisco. They're a surging team because they play good fundamental football all the way around. Yeah, but I have the Chiefs and the Packers at this point. I got the Bucks. I got the Chiefs and Bucks. I, I can't as, argue with that Tom as, Brady's playing MVP. That's level. what I'm saying is like because Tom Brady is like actually playing great. Like last year, you could make case that Tom Brady was just the same Tom Brady we watched in 2019, but with better receivers. And he had to go on the road every single game exactly. in the playoffs and win. 
And, and in did. the playoffs, he finally looked like Tom Brady. Matter of fact, they didn't lose the rest of the season nope. after that first half versus the Chiefs. They exactly. actually won the second half. Yeah. But then they didn't look back the rest of the season. He finally looked like Tom Brady in the playoffs. And now, this year, he looks like Tom Brady. So, I think I'm going to go, as, as, as talented as, as I think the Packers are, it's hard to look at the rosters for the Packers and the, and the Bucks and think that the Packers team is better, especially when you've got the issues that we know exist between Aaron Rodgers and the staff there in the front office. Like, look, Aaron Rodgers, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be pissed about it. I mean, two I don't straight think trips be... to the UFC title game, I mean, they're knocking on the door. Yeah, I mean, they've got, this will be... Which, by this... the way, Gutenkus, that GM up there, Yeah, I think the guy's actually done a hell of a job. I mean, he's assembled the team... He gets guys that people don't want, and he's put them in place to win. I know yeah, Rodgers is a big problem with them, but that team has some talent, man. Yeah, I mean, it was still stupid for him to draft Jordan Love, but he's he's assembled a lot of good talent around him. Well, I think a lot of it was an insurance policy. I don't know what the hell Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Yeah, but at the same time, you also got to discuss that with your quarterback, especially when you know how he is, and you don't discuss, hey, we, we might be looking to get a quarterback here. And on top of that... And your quarterback almost went to go host Jeopardy. They had to have somebody because well, right, this draft hasn't really produced They them. drafted that guy before Jeopardy. Happened. Well, I know they did. I they know drafted they did, but it's him months balls. before but Aaron Alex was, Trebek Aaron passed was away. in the same situation with Brett Favre. You had to sit and watch him play. Same yeah, situation. It's not, it's not the same situation. Brett Favre had been threatening to retire for years. That's not what Aaron Rodgers had been doing. Aaron Rodgers had kind of been like dropping hints, but as far as on the field, you were still getting the same kind of production for the most part. His, that, that 2019 season, a lot of people wanted to bury Aaron Rodgers because he had a down year compared to previous years. And ultimately, I think that Gutekunst made a decision. He was like, I'm either going to have to trust that Aaron Rodgers is going to get back to what he was, or I'm going to have to bury this dude six feet under and get his replacement. And he decided to do the latter, and it was a mistake. Good stuff, good stuff, Chris. Cut up next, though. How do they plan on defending Mahomes? Ronaldo Hill, defensive coordinator, the Chargers, next. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Yeah, don't forget about the toy drive tomorrow at Jefferson's North Kansas City, owned by our very own Nick Price. I went down to this last week and had one of those pull boys. Is it good? Stuff. Oh yeah. Have you tried the wings there? Uh, I've it, never had the wings. Nick there. was eating those, but I had the. Uh, I was enamored with this pull boy. And then, by the way, here's something cool too, Chris. Center Block Brewery, one of my favorite breweries in the city, and uh, of course, us here at Six Ten Sports Radio present Il Padrone, Italian for Chiefs, a playoff pilsner to kick off the NFL playoffs release party, January fourteenth. That's a Friday, starting at six p.m. at Center Block. It's open to the public. I'll be doing Bink at Night there that Friday night. Imagine that around all that beer. I, I can assume oh, two guys place. in a brewery will be two guys <laughs> in a brewery will be that. Yeah, I imagine that. I yeah. assume that will be. Oh, from the text line, something you pointed out to me, Chris, uh, from the seven eight five. Yo, Bink, I'm sitting here listening to you on my headphones while my girl is watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Excuse me. What's your thoughts on that show? First of all, thanks for listening, man. I appreciate putting on the headsets and listening. It's That's awesome. a dedication right there, it, man. It's, it, it's better than that show, but what would I say about the show, Chris? 
Like, what would I say about the show? Before I tell you what I'd say about the show, what would I say about the show? I could tell you this just from knowing you for so many years. That does not seem like the kind of show you'd ever uh, tune into. Hell no. Unless you were paid to watch it. It's a big ball of crap. That's all it is. <laughs> Bachelorette is a big bachelor, bachelorette, all that's a big wasted space. Our guy, uh, former six tender Benny Heiss, he uh, he was a big fan. I don't know if he still watches it. But at the time, I know that when he worked, he was a fan of that show. He well, he watched it. I'd rather watch the Weather Channel. I think I think Which, Parkins oh, by the way, watched I actually it too. Like the Weather Channel. I think Parkin, Parkins watched it too with the, with his now wife. Speaking of the weather, I was just on uh, my weather app during the break. Weather.com. Do you know what's getting warmer? Starting like 11, 61, 60. It gets up to 65. Like it's, it gets warmer yeah, gonna, throughout the night. It's going to get like the 60s tomorrow. You know, in the 70s. The like it's going to be real windy yeah, and maybe some rain later, but it's going to be hella wind. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, significant wind. <laughs> like Charlie Weiss once yeah. said, it was significant wind. Terrible coach. But the bottom line is, is signing day tomorrow. We don't know, early signing day in college football. But no, um, I do not watch those shows. Um it's not as fun. Early signing day is not as fun because they don't have, like they used to have the coverage on ESPNU all day. They don't anymore. They have like a two hour special or three hour special, like in the late afternoon where they show oh, off the sign. Man, I love that. You know, say what you want about the hats and picking the right hat or whatever. It's like, I still think that stuff's fun. I I, mean, I, like I, I think it's fun. It's, I was I was laughing. What was it Tyler Burden? I think was when he committed to Mizzou. Luther Burden. Luther Burden. I can't wait till a dealer throws keys at him. <laughs> yeah, and like all three dealers are waiting. Yeah, around, and he right? tossed so, off the hats, and then he tossed the hats. And he threw and he, the keys and he at chose, him. And he chose Mizzou. Like I, I thought it was funny. You know, I, I think I'm just that's more. For, I'm just waiting for car salesmen to be there throwing him the keys. Yeah, to, just throwing to the keys to a Lexus or something, or like a, a Jeep or something. Hey, yeah. good choice. Here's your Lexus. And by the way, don't be one of the 270 people in the transfer portal because we'll ask for it back. Like, fast. Like, UT's giving their linemen 50 grand each. Like, this stuff sparks the uh, IRS interest, you know, when you're getting that kind of cash. Yeah, yeah. And I remember talking to Jordy Nelson. had Jordy Nelson on the show a couple months ago because he was speaking to Kansas State about it. Like, I'm all for it, but you got to be careful about it, and you need receipts. You got to document it. If you make money, government's going to want it. Yeah. And not only that. The, we haven't seen it yet, but I'm telling you, with 270 people in the transfer portal, if someone's not endorsing or supposed to endorse something for a you know a local company somewhere, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they they sign something. This I mean, because a lot of these kids don't do these lawyers or anything like that. Like, can they come back on you? Like, if you're leaving, do you, do you have some kind of you know agreement with the said business or restaurant or bar or dealership that if you leave. Because, of course, they're not going to make them stay. But if they leave, what do you owe them? Like, what was signed? We don't know. I mean, that's the, that's the thing you have to be careful with as, as players. Be careful what you sign and have a lawyer on speed dial. I wonder if they're going to be like, if you sign with us, you have to be at the university for X amount of time. I don't even know if that's legal. But I'm sure that some of these places that are signing these NIL deals with uh, with these players – are trying to explore a way to put that kind of a clause, if not, if not just for their own business interest to make sure that yeah. these kids stay at the use the university lawyers before you sign anything. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. These companies aren't doing this for charity. No, they're not. They're they're doing it for their own benefit. So <laughs> yeah. you got to make sure and they that know you're, you're young, your and they know you can be naive at times. They know yeah. you want the money. Yeah, but just be careful what you sign. Yeah, I just, I mean, at this point now, you'd think. 
that it would lead to universities at some point getting to bid on players. Like, you, you think at some point. Like, you can kind of do it by proxy because of the NIL rules now where businesses can do that. So, essentially, you can kind of do a handshake deal. Hey, you know, you pay these players and we'll, you know, we'll have you, – you get all these star players to come advertise your your business – but you'd think at some point there would be some legalization where you get kind of like a, a transfer system in soccer. It's why a lot of these coaches, I, the, the gap's never been closer between yeah. college and NFL coaches. Yeah. Because they used to go back to college because they held all the power. I mean, they I They hold your scholarship series of one-year deals, but they hold that, and then the transfer portal changed that. Yeah, your it's quarterback changed can, it, yeah. Your quarterback can leave overnight. Anybody you piss off can actually leave and go play right away due to the transfer portal, and now you're paying them, so... In a way, they don't have to wait for those midnight phone calls about somebody giving you a $100 handshake. They don't have to worry about that. But I'm just saying, the gap has never been closer between college and pro coaches. Ever. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, still, there's a, there's a lot of differences. We're seeing that now with Urban Meyer. But the, but the power's gone now. If, if Herb's, you know, the visions of grandeur to get back into college coaching because he likes the power. <laughs> I mean, some university will take a chance on him, even no, though they will. But yeah. I'm saying is you don't hold the same power of the players like you used to. Right, right. I, I do agree with that. You can't These just coaches be like, held all the power. You can't just be you can't do like what Manny Diaz did and be like, if you commit to us, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything else. You can't go visit any other schools well, or anything funny, like that. The, the pity party for him at <laughs> yeah, Miami. Know, right? Because Miami is waiting to fire him because they, they were they, waiting the to buyout fire, became two million less, but they yeah. waited until December fourth. Yeah. But the but, but people are forgetting that he took a job at Temple. And in the same month, after making two changes, weeks later, seventeen days later, he took he quit, a job in Miami. Quit and went back yeah. to Miami. So, so don't feel sorry <laughs> he, for him. He's been part you, of the game. Mind you, he got seventeen recruits to sign early. They signed early on early signing day three years ago, and decided to go commit to him by in, in a in a meaningful manner by leaving their high schools early to and, go play for. And he's him. landed a good job. He's and D then, coordinator at Penn State. Yeah, exactly. Now he's a he's he's a DC at Penn. State for James Franklin. <laughs> Text line asking me this one. How about chasing Kelsey? You know what? I watched one episode to see what the buzz was about. I watched one episode, but then I just then became Bachelor to me, man. <laughs> Bachelorette. I, <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy the, his brother, Jason, you know, showing up in that show or whatever. I'd see highlights or clips from here yeah. and there whenever he would, but no, I don't like the uh, I don't like the dating shows. I, I, I love have. I love Travis Kelsey. I've not seen a second of that show. Yeah, I, I, I have I'm not a Kelsey seen guy, but a that. single second of chasing Kelsey. I have no desire to watch. I don't watch reality TV. Like uh, my girlfriend, like back in the summer, I believe it was, she was on like a reality TV kick and she was watching like Married at First Sight and it's stuff like, like that. It's almost like what everything is. Yeah, like it was Married at First Sight on like Hulu or whatever. And I was just like, man, like. This isn't interesting to me at Marriage all. Marriage at first sight, divorce at third sight. Yeah, like it was like you know, you know. Now that you get these people are just marrying people. They're like agreeing to marry people before they even know who they are, and it's stupid stuff like that. But it's just like I can. I, I used to watch it when I was really young. I can't watch reality TV now. <laughs> it's not good TV. Speaking of reality TV, there is reality TV. It's the greatest reality television. That's professional sports. Thursday night, Chiefs and Chargers. What they're saying about the Chiefs next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night. Ronaldo Hill, the defensive coordinator of the Chargers, who's. Eh, Brendan Staley, the head coach. 
he used to be a quarterback back at Dayton in the days, but he's been known for being a defensive guy. He was a defensive coordinator, number one defense in the NFL last year with the Rams. But Ronaldo, Ronaldo Hill is calling defense for the Chargers. And he says, you know, enough about the Chiefs passing game. We got to stop the run. Yeah, we we definitely got to, you know, identify where, you know, those those threats are at. And obviously they're, you know, big producers for that offense. You know, our main objective coming into the game is making sure that we stop the run early. Um, you know, we definitely got to make sure that we, uh, you know, kind of nip a butt in that because if you let that get going a little well as those those threats, it can be a long day. Uh, so uh, we got we got a big task and uh, we got to try to, you know, stop the run. See, it sounds weird. Like if you're thinking about playing the Chiefs and stopping the run, but it's more than just the run. It's the extension of the running game. Throwing to the out of the backfield to Terrell Williams and, and with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You go back two games, Kelsey and Hill, five catches, 59 yards on 13 targets. And Clyde and Darrell were six for 88 on just six targets. Take what the defense will give you. And if the Chiefs are on a roll, they're going to use that, man. They're gonna th- If Travis Kelsey is getting blanketed like he has been, or Tyreek Hill, you know, Tyreek Hill still found a way to get over 1,000 yards, so he's still doing whatever he can, even the intermediate passes. But use that running game. That could be a threat for the Kansas City Chiefs. Just take what the defense will give you because eventually <laughs> – Teams will defend it. All right, we bottled up Mahomes. He's not throwing the deep ball anymore. Well, these running backs can and will hurt you and keep the clock moving and the chains moving for the Kansas City Chiefs if you're not paying attention to them. He was uh, Ronaldo Hill, defensive coordinator of the Chargers, also asked about. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Keeping Mahomes in the pocket like he did the first game. Does he expect a lot of the same things like that game compared to this one? Yeah, I think you got to scrap it. I mean, obviously there was a lot of good things in that ball game, but it was, you, know, you kind of look back, I mean, it was three months ago. I mean, that was a long time. They were, you know, still finding their stuff as a team. We're, we're still trying to find ourselves as a team, and a lot of things were happening. Uh, we'll definitely look at that game and, you know, and see what we did well and what we can improve on and uh, see where we're at now as a team. I think we're both in different places, and uh, we just got to continue to to do what we do uh, best, or what's been good for us. And uh, uh, hopefully that's enough for us to, you know, play well and, and hopefully come out with the W. I mean, a lot of the, the coaches are the same. The quarterbacks are the same for the first meeting. Obviously the Chiefs had a lot of injuries on defense, and guys not playing. Melvin Ingram wasn't even here in Kansas City at that point to kind of change the mentality of what this defense is, then the Chargers. I mean, it was an interesting. Chiefs turned the ball over four times. It was in the. That's when Marcus Kemp had the ball go off. I remember it started the whole train of receivers dropping passes up into the air and getting picked. That's when it all started against the Chargers. That was not a good game for the Chiefs. 
uh, to play, and it's what do you consider a learning experience? You look at that game, because it, it's clearly different. Now you can look a lot of the same. The players are the same, you know, with the quarterback, Justin Herbert, and stuff like that. And you know what Mike Williams is about. And you know what Keenan Allen, who just came off the COVID list today, is all about. But so it does help that it's a short week and you're playing against uh, playing against a team you know well from your division. Even Eric Bieniemy yesterday was talking about that Chargers game. And I, I love this response about it just being a learning experience. You know what? Obviously, there's you always want to have an opportunity to take games back. But I will say this, that game was probably a valuable learning lesson for us. Because first of all, it just goes to show you when you take the little things for granted, how things can come back and bite you right in the tail. And so one thing that we focus on, and I think we've done a great job of, and we have to continue this, is protecting the football. If we protect the football, we're giving ourselves, on top of that, if we eliminate the penalties, we're giving ourselves a chance. So I told our guys throughout the course of this year, you know, although we've had these tough losses, if we handle it the right way by learning and focusing on the fundamentals, it could be beneficial for us later on. And it's starting to pay dividends. It makes the biggest difference, the turnovers, man. As Reed called them last week, drive stoppers. You know, with the, with the balls bouncing off the receiver, which, I mean, put it this way, Chris, the last two weeks, they get down to the 37-yard line of the Cowboys, first possession, second half. Again, off the receiver, off Travis Kelsey, interception. Stop that drive. Where I felt the Chiefs were, were moving the ball. Obviously, the script back in the second half, first drive, it was a drive stopper. The, the, then against the Broncos, 32-yard line, same thing happened. Bounced off Tyreek Hill, interception. When they got down to the Broncos, 32-yard line. These things did happen, and they became drive stoppers for this team. But, yeah, that was an interesting game versus Chargers the first time around because they lose that game. But then they kind of redeemed themselves a little bit against the Eagles, which the Eagles were not great at that time. They've gotten serviceably better since then, but 42-30 to 30 victory there. But then it didn't parlay itself because they come back and lose to the Bills in, in huge fashion, 38-20 to 20, when they lost to the Bills. And, of course, they're still trying to find themselves. They beat Washington, look good in the second half, but didn't get trounced by the Titans the week after. And then since then, they've won every single game and kind of found who they are. But that turnover thing, has been the biggest issue. Now, with 23 takeaways, 23 giveaways, it doesn't get much better than that with that recipe, Chris. Yeah, and I think the the issue that we really need to bring up with the Chiefs is that they are a team that is a product of their own mistakes, not so much a product of like opposing teams just being way better than they are. I mean, if you want to make a case for one game, the Titans game where they were, the Titans were just better than them that day. Sure. You know, I I believe every other game that they've lost this year has been a product of their own mistakes. And I, I feel like this is a team that if they just, they don't have to, they don't need like a bunch of deep passes down the field for touchdowns. They just need to go out there and be smart with the ball. Don't turn it over. Don't have the bad drops. Uh, don't get bad penalties. We saw both. The reason why those two Raiders games were the best isn't simply just because this was a team that was able to throw the ball down the field. It wasn't the amazing, you know, bleep it throw that Patrick Mahomes made to Darrell Williams in the end zone. It was the lack of bad penalties throughout, the lack of the turnovers, the lack of all the drop passes and the tip balls in the air that got picked off. Like it was, it was things like that that they did not have that we've seen them having games that they've lost or games that they've barely won. If this team just 
is fundamentally sound. They are a better team than probably anyone in the league, maybe save for the Buccaneers. And, and the biggest thing, they, they forced the NFL most 16 turnovers since week eight. Yeah. I mean, week eight, when you look back to week eight, that's kind of when things turned around for the Chiefs. And the turnovers have just been a major issue. As a matter of fact, five straight games for the Chiefs now um, getting multiple turnovers. Yeah. Or at least three and above because it was three, three, and now five against the Raiders. So, <laughs> Mitch, 11 turnovers in, in in a short amount of time, but plus minus was different because they did turn the ball over a, lot a more. couple times, a couple more times. Yeah. This week they did his 5 nothing turnover, but still forcing multiple turnovers in five straight games. This is how you win. This is why the defense has been winning games. It's that simple. I mean, coaches say all the time, win the turnover, but well, it's true. It's 100% truth behind that statement. Coming up next, Patrick Mahomes talked today about facing the Chargers the next time around. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Nate Taylor in studio with CDOT, Fridays at 4, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night, Jay Bankley, Chris Unocero. Patrick Mahomes, one of the individuals talking today for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he was asked the old momentum question. Obviously, we talked about momentum a few weeks ago, or just a few minutes ago. Talking about that Eagles that didn't give any momentum to the following week or that Washington game didn't give any momentum going to the Titans game. How much momentum, though, for the Kansas City Chiefs after what happened against the Raiders? Yeah, it can. I mean, if you, if you utilize it the right way, you also don't want to come complacent with you, you play good and kind of have that relaxed, relaxed feeling. You want to make sure that you still have, go, go to work uh, during the week, try to make yourself better. Um, and I think we have the guys that, that can do that and understand that and so that we can go out there and hopefully play another good football game. Now, what about playing the Chargers? Do you feel they'll play kind of the same way they did before? Because keep in mind, one guy that used to do really good against Mahomes was Gus Bradley when he was the Chargers defensive coordinator. Then he went to the Raiders. And, well, <laughs> got no answer. Chiefs have hammered the Raiders the last two times they played him. So Gus Bradley uh, didn't carry any of that momentum back that he had against him with the Chargers. But he, uh, Holmes was asked about the charges the first time compared to what he expects this time. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they were kind of the original. If you look at back to when they were when they were the when Gus Bradley was at the Chargers, they were the original defense to kind of set back and try to make us drive the entire field. Um, and so, I mean, I think you've seen me have success against that defense this year out of all years because I've had to deal with it kind of the entire season of be patient and take the stuff underneath. Um, and so, I think guys, we we just executed really good those two games that we played against them. So. Uh, it, it'll be a, a similar concept that I'm sure that they'll imply, they'll try to do to us uh, this this week. Um, we'll play some shell coverages and stuff like that, but uh, I'm sure they'll come up and play some uh, man coverage as well. And I think guys just have to execute, and we have to not turn the ball over and go out there and score points. <laughs> go to man. Go to man. We'll see what happens. Forget that shell coverage. Go to man. We'll see what happens with the Chargers. Uh, Patrick was also asked, kind of like what enemy was talking about, when I played earlier, there's a learning experience against the Chargers first time around. What does he get from that first Chargers game? I mean, compared to where they are now. Yeah, I mean, we had definitely the turnovers hurt us that game. I mean, we had like 28 points with like four turnovers. So, I mean, we, we were moving the ball and getting drives going, um, but we didn't execute and, and didn't find ways to, to finish those drives with points. And uh, for us, it, it's, it's kind of something we battled through early in the season, and, and hopefully this game we can cut those out, still drive the football, and find a way to get points at the end of those drives. 
And does he think this team is, uh, well, is it clicking right now? Yeah, I mean, I think we could obviously keep playing better and better. You want to keep building as the season goes on. I think the defense is playing really good right now. Offense, we, we're still kind of, some games great, some games just just average. So, I mean, for us, it's going to be us going into a, play a good defense like we're playing uh, on Thursday, uh, playing our best football because we understand it's going to be, it's going to be a, a dogfight. We're going to go out there and play our best football if we want to win. The Honey Badger was also talking today as well, and it was it was pertaining to maybe not having Chris Jones. Like, what will it be like playing this team without Chris Jones? Yeah, this is, you know, one of those players, uh, you know, probably the only guy you can really compare to him is probably Aaron Donald. You know what I mean? We talk about this inside, um, just dominance. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a big challenge for us to, you know, replace him. But um, I think we... You know, we're more healthier, you know, than ever uh, defensively. Um, I think up front, you know, we're able to rotate those guys in and out. Um, so um, I think all those things will work out for us Thursday. They do like the rotation, but you got to make uh, you got to make uh, Justin Herbert feel uncomfortable in the pocket. Like Derek Carr. I've seen bad quarterbacks look good against this defense. If you give them time, bad quarterbacks are going to look good. If, if you're not pressuring, you're not getting to them which they have been a top-10 blitzing team all year. They just weren't getting to the quarterback like they have been now. Again, leading Chris Jones leading the NFL in pressures since week eight. That, that's a big loss taking that guy if he doesn't play Thursday. 39 pressures since week eight and not having that you know, kind of weapon at your disposal. That means that uh, a guy like Jaron Reed is going to have to show up and play. Which he has since Melvin Ingram's he been has, here. Like, I credit Melvin Ingram for finding Jaron Reed. But a lot of that had to do with the fact that Chris Jones got moved inside, so all of a sudden he's not the focus of the interior offensive line. Now he's going to be, and so the question he's is. Still been, yeah, he's, he's at this point he's still moving everywhere, but it's yeah. okay because he was 23-16 to 16 inside, outside, meaning he played outside more than inside. Yeah. But some of those are because Melvin Ingram like planted himself like in front of him. Exactly. It made yeah. Chris Jones outside. Exactly, and so I, I just wonder how is Jaron going to do when he doesn't have Chris Jones's presence there? Like, is he still going to be a dog on the inside? Like he's been over the last few weeks, or is he going to revert back to Jaron Reed early in the year? Hopefully it's the latter, but I mean, hopefully it's and the Melvin former. Ingram wants a little something, something like it, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's so big having him on this team. At this exactly. Point. And like he's, he, he's these next two weeks. Yeah, with the Chargers he's, and the Steelers. he's a dog out there and you want to have a guy like him out there. Hopefully we still get the same kind of effort and we, see, we get the same kind of play from Jaron Reed, because if you know, you got guys coming off the edge, but there's no interior push up. I mean, they're just going to be able to move past that pass rush all the time. Honey Badger was asked because uh, Spags yesterday, he said he calls Justin Herbert elite, right? Again, a lot of times coaches are going to praise other. Yeah, that's, that's an overpraise right there. But he didn't have to say that, but he did. He <laughs> that's did an overpraise right there. He very man. good or good, but he used the word. He used <laughs> the a word. little too far. That's the a magic too far. E word. Honey Badger was asked what makes Justin Herbert elite, and is he? I mean, he's just um, obviously, you know, he's one of those quarterbacks that can really see the whole field. Um, you know, he's big, he stands strong in the pocket. Um, you know, he could really extend plays uh, for, for a long period of time. Um, obviously, he's a great athlete. Um, and then if you kind of couple that with the playmakers that he has and the coaching that he has, uh, you know, he, he's almost unstoppable, you know, in a sense. So um, it's going to be important for us to kind of hopefully rattle him early. Um, but um, like I said, he's one of those guys that, 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 that you can see on tape. You know, he's poised. He knows where to go with the ball. Um, you know, and then like I mentioned earlier, you know, I think critical situations, you know, he's aware, 
of, of what to do with the ball. So, you know, we've got to be a step ahead of him. Yeah, things are different now. I mean, it was Lamar Jackson's 0-3 against Mahomes. Josh Allen lost to him twice last year. Both those quarterbacks won this year. Justin Herbert won there. So that's not a storyline anymore. Can you beat Mahomes? And can you consistently beat Mahomes? That's more the story that's the quite, that's the at, at this point. But Honey Badger, one more thing he said that uh, I found interesting. When, when he was asked how much different the defense is now from where it is then, I'll tell you this much, Grand Canyon size gap, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a big difference. Um, you know, I think if you, you go back to the first game, um, it came down to a lot of critical plays. You know, a lot of third downs, a couple fourth down plays that they were able to convert on. Um, and I think if you if you look back on it, it was really us and our communication um, and, and misalignments uh, that that really allowed those guys to kind of you know uh, uh, win those situations. So uh, we got that on our mind. So I think communication, um, situational communication is going to be critical for us this game. Um, you know I think when you're playing against a quarterback like that with those kind of athletes on the field, uh, we understand that you know fourth down is like third down to those guys, and so we got to be ready. Can't wait. Like, I'm excited for this game. I can't even tell you how much. Be here all week with you, too, late in the night on Thursday night, like 2 in the morning. Thanks to Gilbert Manzano from the OC Register coming on talking Chargers. Thanks to Ron Kopp coming on talking Chiefs. Thanks to you, as always, Chris. Thank you, sir. Fun working with you tonight. See you guys tomorrow. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.